This is a Federal News Network podcast. They say no good deed goes unpunished, or at least unchallenged. Now reports are surfacing that maybe the government did not reach its annual small business contracting goals, as the Small Business Administration has boasted. My next guest wonders why they're still questioning data from the federal procurement data system in the first place. Alan Chavotkin, Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council, joins me now. And Alan, before we get to the small business, I want to do a quick lightning round with you on a couple of other policy issues that are floating around and morphing week by week. First is the CMMC, the uh, contractor's obligation to have that cybersecurity maturity model in place. There's a little turmoil on that front. Well, there is, Tom, and uh, good morning. Thanks for the opportunity to join you again. Lots of things going on with the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program, the CMMC. Uh, First of all, as uh, we've talked before, there is an accreditation body, board of directors of an independent group that's responsible for putting the training and uh, and the certification of companies to take on that work. Three board members have now left that accreditation body since the start of the year, and uh, two of them last week either resigned or were dismissed, depending on uh, your sources of information. And we have three new added to the original board members, including a new chairman. So there's clearly some uh, change taking place in the oversight body, the body charged with responsibility for implementing the CMMC standard. In addition, the CMMC accreditation body has completed the first tranche of provisional assessors that uh, had gone through training. So that's an important benchmark for what's coming. And finally, and uh, significantly, none of this can go into effect for contractors until a DFARS rule, a Defense Federal Acquisition Regulation Supplement, is issued. This rule has been uh, pending at the Office of Information Regulatory Affairs since April. We now understand that that's been cleared by OIRA, sent back to DOD for publication, but it may come out as an interim rule rather than as a proposed rule, and that would be a a real regret because uh, none of us have seen that rule. We've been promised an opportunity to comment on it, and commenting after the fact isn't very satisfying. Yeah, so as an interim rule, then it's in effect, so you don't get to comment before it gets into effect. That's correct, and the longer it takes to resolve comments, uh, the more challenging it becomes to to make significant changes. Uh, our member companies have never liked uh, significant interim rules, and uh, the longer it takes, the less desire there is to make changes because they've already had to adopt uh, sure. the, the regulations and uh, adapt their systems. And on the 889 front, that is the ban on Chinese telecommunications equipment in the supply chain, Those comments are in for a rule everyone's already living with. Yes, the comments are in. They were due uh, last Monday, the 14th. PSC submitted our comments, as did other activities of the trade associations and organizations. But here again, we've had an interim rule uh, that was put into effect on August 13th, published on July 14th and effective on August 13th. So we got 30 days for, or 60 days for public comment. But here again, the rule is in effect and companies have already tried to operationalize it. Uh, we raised a lot of questions, uh, as we have since from the outset over two years now, about some of the provisions in 889 and hoping that the regulations would provide clarity to them. Unfortunately, they did not. We highlighted those in our comments. Uh, but in addition to that, under the current law, 
there are an opportunity for uh, the Director of National Intelligence to issue waivers in urgent circumstances. Three agencies, the Department of Defense, the Department of State, and the Agency for International Development, USAID, uh, have all received uh, variations of approval for a waiver covering slightly different topics. Those expire on September 30th, and I know that all three agencies uh, have requested an extension but uh, have not yet been granted that uh, extension uh, past the September 30th. So the clock is ticking on those agencies, and the failure to get that that waiver extension would have a significant impact on the business operations of all three of those agencies. We're speaking with Alan Chavotkin, Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. And then we've got the issue we led with, which is Small Business Administration touting the fact that the government met its small business goals. But now there's an IG report from the General Services Administration questioning that. Tell us what you've learned. Well, the IG report came out last week as well, September 14th, and it raised some questions on how the uh, a portion of GSA, the Federal Acquisition Service, w- whether they were properly recording their uh, performance for small business awards. Uh, you know, the federal procurement data system, uh, you and I have talked about this for a long time, is, is not a great system, but it's the only one we have. And we're dependent on contracting officers to accurately report data into FPDS, not just on small business performance, but uh, contract awards, uh, modifications, task orders, uh, across the whole range of issues. Uh, The IG report raised some questions about whether the Federal Acquisition Service had properly recorded uh, small business uh, performance in the FPDS data and uh, asked uh, the Federal Acquisition Service to take a look at that. Uh, FAST uh, raised some questions about the IG's report. It was a fairly small sample, but it is a constant drumbeat we hear from uh, small businesses and others uh, that uh, the data isn't properly recorded. And as we do our research around uh, small business performance in the federal government, we find lots of issues about uh, data being either mischaracterized or uh, improperly recorded uh, in FPDS. This is a real. This is a systemic issue. It's not just a, a single source, but it does call into question the precision of some of the reporting that SBA does annually in their small business scorecard. I guess the errors could run both ways, and so maybe on average the government is meeting its goals. Yeah, I've not questioned whether they're meeting their 23% government-wide goal or uh, even most of the sub-goals that exist for the various classes of of small business or categories, categories of small business. But again, everybody, not just the Professional Services Council, not just me, but everybody is dependent on the accuracy of the data in that system. Lots of companies make decisions for hundreds of millions of dollars based on the information that's in that system. And if, if the more we question the veracity of the data, the less value it'll have for decision-making, both for government as well as for industry. All right. And uh, the other issue I wanted to ask you about, of course, is now the Senate is preoccupied, you might say, now that we have lost Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And so you're a little concerned about what action they will be able to accomplish between now and the end of the fiscal and between now and the end of the calendar. Well, that's right. Uh, It's obviously just a few days since her uh, untimely passing. And 
lots yet ahead, but just given the the chatter uh, both in the industry as well as on the, the the press about this, my preliminary thought here is that uh, the with the the full Senate will probably not vote on a Ginsburg replacement until um, after the election. But in between, nothing except the most essential, and it may come down to only one item, which is the continuing resolution to keep the government open, that uh, almost nothing else will get through the Senate before that final vote. And depending on the outcome of that final vote and maybe the outcome of the presidential elections, um, maybe nothing gets done until after a new Congress is sworn in on January 3rd. And so uh, we would generally expect to see a lot of legislation cleared uh, at the end of a Congress. Uh, Members who are retiring or those who are defeated try to push their favorite legislation to get that through. And significant policy issues like the National Defense Authorization Act or the Intelligence Authorization Act or extensions of other programs um, see only minimal action until some of this dust settles. Uh, this will be an interesting in time to be watching policy formation, uh, particularly in the United States Senate. I guess maybe the lame duck will be a dead duck, huh? Could very well be. Alan Javotkin is Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. As always, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. We'll post this interview along with a link to the GSA Inspector General's report at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.